31st, 2013, you've tuned in to DG Radio. And like a new fucking album. A new fucking album, bitches. <laughs> All right. We are your hosts, John Moe. And Hilden. Right on. And uh, it's done. It is done. It is finished. The new album is out. Is released upon the world. Mm. Upon parts of the world. A very select, uh, yeah, right. small yeah. part of the world. A select few awesome people part of the world. Um, uh, Odemo is out. And we've been talking about Odemo for quite some time. Two, Two years. years, as a matter of fact, was when we first started working on this. Yeah. And it's uh, finally out to our Kickstarter. Um, $50 and over, I believe, mm-hmm. is a donation mm-hmm. to you that got the Odemo album. And that got sent out to you right now. Uh, it's it should be in your hands as we're talking, or uh, and and uh, by or the time if, or you, if you were uh, or if you were a major contributor to the movie, you know, right. such as like An the star of the movie. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I mean, it was really a bit part, really, but I do I do appreciate it. Um, right, right. And uh, by the time you get this, uh, you've probably already been insulted nine times over. In my <laughs> Only nine. And uh, all we can say is mission accomplished. And that's before we yeah. hit the first chorus. So, uh, again, thanks to all of you who um, donate, uh, donated your uh, money and or, and or time to uh, our movie project. And uh, for those of you who are anxiously awaiting uh, the, 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 the new album but uh, have not done anything of worth for our movie. Fuck you. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> no. no. We got $35 donors, and we've got people who donated nothing. Uh, but those people can still get the album, but yeah. not for a couple weeks, right? Yeah, a yeah. couple weeks. We, and, uh, we we'll still need to create the page, that the PayPal page and whatnot. So. Yeah, and plus we promised to Kickstarter people well, that yeah. did it beforehand. And, and, so it, and they have. I mean, we, we should probably at least wait a few days. Well, know. what I'm saying. <laughs> Would be it wouldn't it's be very late. cool to be like well you did get it first technically, you know five minutes. I, later. I don't know why. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that's what we that's what we agreed yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but they'll in a couple weeks, right? Right. Couple weeks and we'll have yeah. it up for you. Yep. Right. Just in time for Valentine's so Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. nothing more romantic. Yeah, than... first song's a love song. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Unlike you, actually, ever... the second song's a love song too. <laughs> That's Speaking true. Of challenging. Yeah. There's your a love, lot of love on this. There album, really is. Now that I think about it, there's just a lot of love. It's third a... song's about love too. It's unusual love, but it's the love. fourth song could be argued that it's love, <laughs> sort of a of another kind. Right I don't on. think the fifth. Well, the fifth song is about loving something, but yeah. You know, the sixth song, not as much, not as much (laughs) loving yourself. Yeah, I guess. So, you know, it all comes round to love. It's a love album. Uh, So anyway, uh, you can check robotpanic.com. Check the music page for that. Uh, We'll have it up on Twitter as well when it's out for the general public. Um, And you guys can grab it, too. Uh, Again, Odemo out out soon. Uh, and uh, to this week's show, uh, we're going to kind of break from what little format we still have remaining on this show, mm. and we're just going to go kind of freeform. Uh, this is a belated stuff of the year. Belated because of me, mainly, because sick ass, and I keep putting it off. But I insist that we do it because I, I, I like lists. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> this is a fun, this is fun. I never remember the ones that I've done in the past, but I do yeah. I do know that I do kind of like talking about the year. And 2012 was a great fucking year of stuff, man. Yeah, great yeah. great media year. Yeah. I mean, a shitty year in general, but... Uh, but yeah, it's but a, a shit-ass year in <laughs> fucking general, man. This year, 2012 can blow my ass. But there, there was some good stuff released. You know? but yeah, but you know, I saw a lot of <laughs> good movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can blow Hilden's ass. That's the fucking great outdoors. Blow it out your ass. <laughs> There's old man 2012 down there, like all hunched over, uh-huh. trying to get his lips up on your hole. <laughs> uh, well, so. it wasn't, you know, I mean, you could have been a priest, right? That guy in Chicago. That's my stuff of the year. I know we're not going to listen to Wh- which us. That's one? cool. Yeah, which which one? The uh, I th- He was like a, uh, I don't know if he was an archdiocese or like way the hell up there. Yeah. Um, uh, led the the charge against gay marriage yeah. for the uh, most recent election. Boy, where is this story headed? And would you <laughs> would you believe he had to call nine one one, and because uh, he was he was in trouble. Yeah, and it turned out he had he was restrained with handcuffs. 
somehow. Yeah. And a ball gag in his mouth. So difficult to understand as well. <laughs> and uh, that 911 conversation is available to you, the public. Yeah. Because, well, somebody in America loves you. Freedom of, in- of information, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Uh, we've got our first uh, response to uh, Mo's album. It hasn't listened to it yet, but it says, this is from Tropism. He says, downloading now. We'll listen next. Not sure if I'm scared or excited about this. Even, <laughs> Even if, if it, it sucks. sucks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, no. No, this one blows, my friend. Yeah, yeah. This one blows. Hard. Yeah. Uh, so before we get to our stuff of the year, um, I wanted to talk about uh, uh, today's beer. We want to have a beer yeah. talk. Uh, this is donated to us by Riker, who was in town over the weekend. Yes. Uh, he took a break from the... Uh, from the, the sunny climbs of Florida. He just got, come yeah. to, got tired of the nice weather. And it's like, Minnesota. you know what? You know what? I can keep it real. Yeah, I'm going to come back to Minnesota on the coldest yeah. week of the year. Where we can make ice cream in our driveway. <laughs> yeah. It sucks like, out there. It's like fucking 16 below it right now. It sucks it's out amazing. there. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is uh, Lucifer, uh, brewed by Het Anker. Uh, this is a Belgian ale, a product of Belgium. Uh, uh, fiery specialty. <laughs> Lucifer, this fiery blonde top fermented ale, strikes a balance between delicate bitterness and fruity aroma and a surprising mellowness i think that's pretty good that's, uh, i agree that's a pretty good description um it's a it's a big fucking bottle you know yep. big old bomber as uh we are want to drink eight percent alcohol right yeah hooray hooray uh the label it's it's got a eh, fun to peel off i kind of yeah, think yeah, it's got a clip art flame on there yeah <laughs> uh so we're gonna call it uh fun to we're peel gonna off. call it a c minus art effort art school effort color are we talking spun straw into gold yeah, absolutely goddamn right uh clarity now this is not very clear no it's not uh, it, surprisingly it, it is gold but it, it seems it, like it should be clear doesn't it yeah it looks like honey it does you know uh it's thick like honey uh, but it's not thick. It's just cloudy like honey. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what, what do you say? Uh, need a lighthouse? Uh, partly hazy? Partly hazy. Partly hazy. Head? Uh, I'm, it had a it, decent head. It did, but it dissipates relatively quickly. Uh, yeah. Uh, gives ivory a run for its money? Sure. Sure. Whatever. Aroma. Let's have oh. a whiff. It smells like a bouquet. Yeah, a, a bouquet. A bouquet. <laughs> Okay. Lady of the House speaking. <laughs> That's on Netflix now. That's on Netflix. Really? It's so cute, yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. Just came out uh, last uh, I, recently. I love it. So more complex than love itself. Uh, rich enough for fireside. That pine freshness. Doze arising. I think pine freshness. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Uh, mouthfeel. Yeah. It's definitely. Uh, oh, it's tingly as shit. Yeah, it's definitely got a, a Belgian. Mm-hmm. This yeah, reminds me of Oro de Calabaza. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. Which um, you can't get anymore, by the way. Did you know this, John? Why? Because the distributor who distributes Jolly Pumpkin is pulled out of Minnesota because Minnesota's Fuck a bitch with beer laws. That. So Jolly Pumpkin's not here anymore, and it makes me Oro de Calabaza mad. is my favorite summertime I beer. Mine too. Oh my Zinsman god! Zinsman said he hasn't seen it in months, and he's not gonna. We're not gonna see. I it again. think I might have a bottle left in my fridge. Say so, yeah, we'll cherish it. I have to hold that off for a special occasion. Um, Fuck. You just brought me down, bitch. I know. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping. Uh, 2013. I'm, I'm hoping Wisconsin still carries it, though. There's uh, a couple of beer stores. They probably will. Tingly effervescence on this yeah. bitch. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So our flavor might as well be light beer. Sweet like the old malt shop. Came out of the toaster. Hoppingly bitter. More than 31 flavors. I'm going to go with sweet, I guess. Either sweet or more than 31. Um, Because it's not hoppy. And it's not uh, it's light. toasty. I mean, I'm not going to say might as well be light beer, but it is very light. It does. It, in, it's got almost like flavor. A, no, not in flavor. Yeah. Sweet. We'll go with sweet. Uh, finish. Um, Pretty clean finish. It hangs yeah. around a little bit. Uh, bite better than bark. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, this is a, this is a refreshing. One. I love, I cannot wait to find this in June. Yeah. It's it's really refreshing. Um, I had it uh, before with Craig because um, he always picks out beer for uh, for the Metal Up Your right. Ass podcast, and he always tries to find one with a killer metal name yeah, like Lucifer. Like Lucifer. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a it's just a good drinker, really. It is, you which know? is a little terrifying at eight percent. Yeah, it really is that easy to drink. It's bubbly as shit. Yeah, you know, it's almost it reminds got, me like, of champagne. Yeah, almost. it's almost got a champagne bubble to it. Uh, it's, oh, it's good. Yeah, drink it by the six pack, yo. Absolutely. <laughs> can you imagine a six pack of this shit? I can. <laughs> All right. 
Should we get to our stuff of the year? I suppose. Hill Dog, you ready? Oh, well, I just I'm realized ready. we didn't sound check my uh, my laptop here. I'm no. It's all right. It's going to work. Everything works. Everything. Uh, we got another response to the I album. I see that. Yeah. Oh, the shit sandwich. Just kidding. Oh, the <laughs> <de> excited. <laughs> it's from, from my arch nemesis. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, the nice. shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Shit sandwich. That's that's what I heard the first song. That's one of the best fucking parts of Spinal Tab. It's like <laughs> shit. It's a two word review. Shit sandwich. <laughs> that should be the name of an album for a shit sandwich. All How right. about shit sandwich productions? SSP. SSP Productions. Yeah. What does it stand for? Shit sandwich. Uh, I'm not going through uh, this album or these albums in any particular order. Actually, that's a lie. Alphabetical by artist. <laughs> All right. So, uh, oh, that was nice. Starting out with Alabama Shakes, Boys and Girls. Uh, I just found out the other day that these guys are. Uh, they take their name from an old uh, old blues band called the Mississippi Sheiks. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I found out about them. You know, Jack White's putting out an album or a, 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 a three albums. Um, He's uh, reissuing him on Third Man, and one of the uh, albums, one of the bands is called the Mississippi Sheiks, and they're oh. apparently like this influential old blues band. I fuck, I love, I don't know if they're calling it Neo Soul or what the hell they want to, yeah, yeah, they yeah. want to call I love this Motown-esque revival yeah, so this, much. This band in particular really has it nailed down. Yeah, they do. I love and, this And chick. their production's really good, too. Their production's that old school, yeah. you know. It sounds like it was recorded in the late 60s. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I love that those lessons of like how that's you know these studios sounded back then haven't been lost. Yeah, <laughs> you know from the Black Keys all the way through. Or funny that after all this time, what are we doing now? We're going trying, back trying to emulate the old technology <laughs> or, or the old mistakes because yeah. the studios were oh, built in a certain that. way yeah. where they're like they're acoustically a mess. Yeah, uh, Craig uh, is uh, listening to uh, Odemo. And he wants to reiterate after his most recent text. He just sent another one that says crying with five exclamation points. Uh, that'll be on our best I, of I 2013. I, I don't think I can afford a counseling for him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I really did. They're doing album. it in the butt tonight, by the way. <laughs> These guys had a huge buzz before their album even came out. Like they were touring a yeah, lot. And I think yeah. they had like a four song demo that kind of uh, made the rounds and everybody was talking about. So when this album came out, I was kind of psyched for it because I had heard a lot about it and uh, I bought it without even hearing it uh, on vinyl. And this album sounds fucking oh, great. on vinyl. built for vinyl, man. Yeah. Am I finishing this off? Yeah, yeah, that's all, all right. you. Uh, next up, this is uh, Hilden, one you sent over. Uh, ben Folds 5 had their reunion. Yeah. Um, what is this How one called? That? The Life and Sound of the Mind? Yeah. Or the Sound and Life of the Mind? This one, uh, this fucking album, I mean, it's Ben Folds. I, I, I'm a big Ben Folds fan. I've liked just about everything he's done over the last, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a few years. I'm with you. He grows but on this, me tremendously. But this album is a, a, a cut above, I think, anything that he's done in recent years. Yeah, um, there's yeah. something about the Ben Folds Five that brings out a different sort of aggressive, awesome thing. It does. They're, they're. I mean, the other two guys are great musicians in yeah, their own are. right. You know, so they add like a really cool vibe to it. You know, and uh, I, and the songs are are heartbreaking some of them in some a of deep them, yeah, yeah. and uh i think they're just really well constructed i mean there's so many ones like even the ones that i i thought were going to be like sort of my b tracks yeah. i've gone back now in recent months and been like man these are just as strong as any of the things that i thought were going to be hits yeah yeah i will never forget you talking about i think it was you Hilden, talking about uh seeing him on a show like right right a tune in 24 hours and he's paired up with two other yeah. quote unquote Musicians. Yeah, it was Amanda Palmer and uh, oh yeah, Neil Gaiman. Neil right? Gaiman wrote the words. Yeah, and it's gonna break people's hearts to hear that, but uh, didn't go so like he was going. Okay, we need to like we need to do this differently. <laughs> like it wasn't going so well. Yeah, well, it was just a kind of a weird slow process. Yeah, and it became abundantly clear at some point that one was a, just. It's kind of well, in, he another, in another league, perhaps. No, nah, he didn't say that, but you could no, see it happening. He may not have said that, but that's what I'm saying is you yeah. can see it unfolding. Yeah. I know. That's too bad. You respect him as you respect him a lot as an artist. And Amanda Palmer, you know, I respect her in some ways. Uh, I just don't think she's as talented as Ben Folds. I love her history. armpit hair. I think it's great. Well, you know. Yeah. And Neil Gaiman, though. Neil Gaiman has my utmost respect. Well, oh, absolutely. A, yeah. As a writer, man. That guy's but a that's, motherfucker. That's, you know, that, that's not writing tunes. 
Yeah, but this this album is fucking fantastic, man. I mean, it's just I think it's really one of Ben Fold's best, and I uh, and I think it just shows you what how powerful the Ben Fold's Five has always been, like yeah. as a, as a group. It's crazy how they picked up like right where they left they off did, 12, man. 13 years ago. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Doctor John, Locked Down. This album is fantastic because uh, yeah. Dan Arbrock or whatever his name is from yeah. the from the Black Keys produced it. Yeah. Definitely so has that sound. The Dr. John. The, the Dr. Dr. John. John. New Orleans own Dr. John. Yes. This is one of his best albums, I think. Yeah. This was a highlight for me for, for 2012. I almost forgot about this one. It came out toward the beginning of the year. Um, but yeah, this is a great album. It's man. good, man. I mean, it really, it shows off. I mean, one of the things that they had kind of said about this album was that it was Dr. John letting the personality of Dr. John down for a little bit and just yeah. being the actual person that he is and the artist that he is. Yeah, yeah. So he, do, it doesn't have as much of that sort of Dr. John character yeah. that he plays, but it's in there, yeah. but it's, there's a, there's some tunes in there that are way more personal than he's ever been. And I think That's it cool. really does. Uh, uh, it plays in his favor. It he's really, uh, he's featured in either season one or season two of Treme. Yeah. The, uh, the HBO show. And, uh, He's just really like a fucking good musician too, He's a man. Fantastic musician. It's a uh, crazy, crazy. You I mean, I would you Orleans, want to live man. in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. I suppose there's like an entrance exam. <laughs> I mean, I was just kind of associated him with like the '70s kind of. You know, I was in the right place. You know, right. that kind of guy. But never realized what a motherfucker he was. Uh, Bob Dylan put out Tempest this year. Um, this kind of continues his. Uh, the road he's been on since uh what is it uh modern modern, modern times. times yeah um was you know his big comeback album from like a decade or so what do you think of tempest ups and downs i wasn't a big you know? fan of it to be honest with you i was sort of kind of eh about it yeah it it doesn't really break a whole lot of new ground for him you know no. it, it seems like he's been kind of treading the same water for but i really like modern times and i, I thought yeah. that was a pretty good run for him but yeah, this one yeah. i don't know this one didn't have the fire behind it it felt like right um I dug the song Tempest, you know, that fucking yeah. goddamn 30-minute epic of his. And there are a couple of really great tunes on here, but it, it really uh, didn't knock me out. No, I was kind of expecting something different. I, I guess I was expecting something different because he'd sort of been on that sort of frame of reference for a while now, and he yeah. usually spins it a different way by now. Yeah. And he didn't. But, you know, whatever. whatever. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Exactly. He's exactly. He's better than us. I will still listen. Uh, we talked about this one on the last episode, I think, uh, Grizzly Bears, Shields. Oh, yeah. This is one I didn't really hook into this year. Um, this song especially really fucking captivated me, Sleeping Ute. Yeah. I love that word, U-T-E, Ute, Sleeping Ute. Um, uh, not a lot to say about them that we didn't already talk about in the prior episode. Um, just a fucking really good band. I appreciate them a lot more than I did on their prior album. And, uh... A lot of great sounds, you know, just a great sounding album. Good, uh, good record to just pop on vinyl yeah. and like just veg. It's another here. one of those vinyl. It, it speaks well on vinyl, I think. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, I bet your Mo would have thrown this on here. Uh, Nora Jones, Little Broken Hearts. Yeah. Anything by Nora Jones. This album. Well, see, Nora Jones seems to bring, to put out like a breakup album every year or so. <laughs> what is she, she the fucking uh, another Taylor Swift? I don't know. No, not like that. I, 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 well, I but without auto tune, yeah. right? And with talent. But yeah. this, uh, she uh, <laughs> who was shorter. it? Who was it? The person that she hooked up with? It wasn't Danger Mouse, was it? It was maybe uh, it was yeah, Danger he Mouse. Produced something. Yeah, yeah, he produced it. I think. Yeah, it's Danger Mouse. That's and right. this is a totally different sound for her. Yeah. But it fucking works. It's still Nora Jones. With a different sort yeah. of sonic palette. And this is the shit I love about her, and in a seemingly unrelated conversation, frequently have about Herbie Hancock yeah. and the shit he's doing now. Yeah, which is she doesn't repeat herself from album to album. No. It, the next album, if you like Nora, the last thing she did, you shouldn't assume you're going to love the next thing. This what I love is that it's great. different. I don't care. I just don't care what she does now because she when she experiments, she does brilliant shit. I really like this one though. I like yeah. the song. I like the sound of this. This really works for her. Like if a, ja a person who's sort of been in the sort of jazz vein right. is trying to break out, this is how you do it. This mm -hmm. right here is how you're well, going to do I, it. And I think she's. That's what I'm getting at. Is she's smart. She she's experimenting with what she knows, and she's working with people who can identify and you know identify yeah. those qualities and can help to amplify them in whatever their production capacity yeah. is. And that's plus she that's looks awesome. motherfucking hot yeah. on the cover. <laughs> We're Holy also, shit yeah, balls. We, uh, we are. 
we are getting married. I didn't want to make that. Like you a, and Nora? Yeah. Do you mean Nora Mo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to change my name to Momo Jones. <laughs> That's better than Nora Mo. <laughs> yeah. Nora but Mo. I mean, what a fantastic outing. I mean, once again, I, one of the most definitive artists of, of our generation uh, yeah, is I Nora Jones. And I really fucking think that it doesn't get much better than she um, than what she does, and this year was a great year for her, just to show how good she is. Um, as a side note, uh, another reason 2012 sucked, uh, Ravi Shankar died. Yeah, no shit. So her speaking dad. Of, speaking of Nora Jones. Yeah. Um, this album... It was her dad, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, this album kind of came to me late in the year, and uh, I, I generally am not a big fan of this sort of thing, uh, but uh, you guys heard uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis no um so it's kind of you know it's it's kind of you know hip-hop kind of stuff uh but it's it's really like super sincere and fucking on on his you know he wears it on his sleeve you know and, and yeah. everything but there was a song uh that i heard quite a bit this year uh, late in the year called same love and it uh it's it's a very blatant gay rights tune oh. that really uh kind of got to me i mean i i just really dig it it, like every song is super earnest, yeah, and yeah super, I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, super like sincere. And I, I, this this song in particular made the news a while back because, uh, of course, some fucking teacher played it, you know, in school. Some and fucking psycho out. kid, you know, freaked out, and parents called, and kid got or the teacher got, got fucking fired. suspended and all this shit. You really? Know? Yeah, yeah. Just because you they know. suspended the teacher for this. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't yeah. they fucking punch the kid? <laughs> That's not yeah. fair. The kids' parents. Uh, so, but this whole album, though, even outside of, uh, outside of this song, it's, it's uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Uh, um, the album's called The Heist. Really fucking good. Like, nice. like I said, I mean, as long as you can, you know, as long as you're down with how like just completely earnest he is about everything, there's no like subtlety to it at all. He's just very earnest. You know, it's, it's got that youthful earnestness to right. it. You know, or I kind of like that sometimes. Where, where you got yeah, where you got a lot to say and you want to say it and it's important shit. You know, yeah. I kind of dig it. Uh, this next album, I again, I forgot about it, came out toward the uh, beginning of the year. This is uh, the Mars Volta's Nocturnicate. Oh, um, yeah. Fuck, I love these guys. This is uh, one of your about, favorite bands now. Yeah, this is about as close as I can get to prog rock. <laughs> you know, right. uh, uh, just a great band, you know, from the ashes of At the Drive-In. Just, uh, it, it's, uh, it's probably their most accessible album. Uh, you know, I said they're kind of like prog rocky, but this one, kind of three, four-minute chunk. Sure. songs which they don't really do generally it's like you know fucking you know right. part four of you, course. Know, <laughs> you know of our suite but anyway yeah, uh, i remember sort of being thrown off by some of their earlier albums because they were just a lot of a lot of stuff yeah there's a lot to take in with the mars volta uh-huh. album it's not an album you just pop on and you're no, like yeah, I'm, you gonna, I'm gonna listen to this while doing dishes yeah and that's hard to jump back into you know like every time they come up with an album I'm like oh yeah those guys but i just never jump in because yeah. i had such a hard time with like the listen of the first one yeah nocturna kit's a pretty good one to jump in on it's it's uh it's really uh it's really accessible it's bite size it's it's pretty fucked up but oh, it's but you know you expect that a little bit with a group yeah. like that yeah so uh next one we talked about last week again i can't get enough of this album i'll uh can't get enough of this band the sword the sword <laughs> apocryphon yeah Holy fuck! I love this album. It's just uh, it's it's, it's fucking it's Black Sabbath yeah. redone. Man. Yeah, it's I Black it. Sabbath for our era. You know, I love these guys. You know, they're young guys. You know, they're probably in their I don't know mid to late twenties. They just rock the shit out of everything, yeah. man. Old school. Yeah, yeah. Um, next one, uh, Hilden, you put that on there, and it's also probably my album of the year, Jack White's Blunderbuss. Oh, I love this album. This album is. Oh man! Well, it hit me. I think at the right time. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, was feel, I was feeling many of the emotions that Jack White was feeling when he wrote a lot of these tunes, man. So I they for, so. it sort of scratched me right, right itch, and I was. Yeah, right yeah you it. did need this album. This I year. needed this album, man. I wanted to. I smashed a few guitars through windows. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just like just you know Jack White. What I love about Jack White is just the intensity in which he does everything. I mean, he's yeah. the kind of guitar player where his hand fucking bleeds when he's done playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that kind of like intensity uh-huh. just screams out of this album. Like it just yeah. every tune is just a motherfucker. Yeah. Well written, awesomely played. It grooves like this tune right here when he gets uh-huh. to the chorus, right here. Yeah, that just, just grooves the shit out of it, man. 
Yeah, I you know for the long I I was always a fan of the White Stripes, but I always wanted to hear him unleashed. Yeah, you know, and he was kind of in his side projects a little bit, you know, the, his other stuff. But this finally, yeah, you know, you I, hear him all full out. Yeah, yeah, and what I like is he has like a, a sort of a different collection of musicians almost on every tune. So there's yeah. like a vibrancy to everything. Like everything has a unique sort of feel to the band yeah. because they're not always the same, you yeah. know. And a lot of those tunes, I guess, supposedly, it was kind of like old school, like he wrote them on the way over, you know, or wrote them in the studio, you know? So there was something about that. Yeah. It's just really badass. Plus, he's got such a history, a history of guitar playing, a history of, of, of roots music, you know, uh-huh. like that really sh- comes through here, too. Because he's, he's got that cover of Shaken, right, on this yeah, album? Yeah, yeah, Which I think is fantastic, mm-hmm. you know? I'm starting to think that if you don't understand American roots music, yeah, you're kind of. You shouldn't make now. any records. Yeah, absolutely. I just almost, yeah, just almost anything. I don't care what those you make. that if have it. If those it's that, pop, yeah, I don't care what you're making. I mean, it seems to be like you're devoid of something. Yeah, those that those we'll that know that soul. have the roots in that kind of music sort of speak very loudly. You know, yeah. like their music speaks in a different yeah. way. And there's so many of them these days too. You yeah, know? I know, I mean, we already talked about Alabama Shakes and fucking maybe and Black Keys and shit like that. Uh, but th- this is my favorite album of the year, uh, hands down. Yeah, this is fa- um, fantastic. This uh, sounds great on vinyl too. Fucking it, it does. Uh, except he was a prick and didn't include a download code with his fucking album. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> fucking to buy it twice, cock smoker. Uh, Yesayer, Fragrant World. Another, I don't know this. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, I think, uh, earlier in the year after it first came out. I feel like I've listened to that. Was it M80? Yeah, it's Band got kind of the, it's got M83. Oh, that's no, right. M83. Yeah, that's right. You did bring M80 this up. That's a, right. An explosive. M83, yeah. <clears throat> M83 yeah. is a band. Yeah. They're very close. I mean, I hate to keep beating this drum, but let's just let's just say that everything sounds better on vinyl all right yeah, yeah. But, but this fucking album sounds so fucking good on vinyl like it, it's it's strange to think that you know those you know all those synth sounds and shit but they sound so full yeah uh this album just sounds fucking full and deep and goddamn amazing uh and i had never heard these guys before it was another one where i picked it up on a whim because i liked the album cover <laughs> yeah, yeah that was really it i had uh i had nothing else nothing we else need to, to redesign on. our album cover is that good enough then <laughs> well, it's good enough this one is fun like will it inspire them on a whim Ooh, i like pictures <laughs> i would think that uh, i think some of those pictures would inspire would curiosity so. so that was uh yay sayers fragrant world album i like it man i like this the song got a nice groove songs called henrietta uh and then finally uh, an album I did not buy on vinyl because it cost eighty fucking dollars. Oh, well, uh, Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Oh, I love this album, man. Uh, Psychedelic Pill. Uh, eighty bucks. He gets it pressed at a special plant in Germany. It's like a hundred eighty so? gram vinyl or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, it's it's uh. Does a fucking cave troll come out and sit on it, or how yeah, does that work? It's a limited edition of like a thousand, and uh, they press it some certain way i don't know neil young i would fucking, imagine top to bottom you know neil young like has developed his own digital format right you've heard about this right no. it's like mp3 but it actually sounds good and okay. uh so he's he's but developed can you tell if he's singing <laughs> that's a good question i don't know uh, but this album's I mean, fucking great like though. you guys have I heard really neil young it. sing right yeah i love God, it i love it well I'm, I'm not saying you can't love it i'm just saying yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know uh this this is my favorite kind of neil young this album. Where they just let him go fucking uh-huh. nuts. for, And then one of the tune is literally a half hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not joking. Yeah, it's, a, it's an entire side. It's an entire it's side. Fucking Inagata DeVita. Train. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another song, 16 and a half minutes, yeah. you know. But it's uh, good, man. Yeah, yeah. And Crazy Horse is the best worst band ever. <laughs> they're fucking... Like, gr- they're horrible. They're great awesome. They are just horrible <laughs> in the best way possible. Uh, this song, Ramada Inn, is my favorite track. It's uh, from... It's six- also my favorite hotel. <laughs> it's, uh, a it's a classy place. It's 16 minutes and 50 seconds long. What's great about Crazy Horse and Neil Young... Is they can just fucking rock on two chords yes. for ten well, of minutes? Of course, because that's the extent of his range. Yeah, ten minutes, just fucking ten minutes, and they'll just rock on it. Uh, this is this is his best album in ages. I love it. Uh, Psychedelic pill. I um, dig it, man. I think it's really good. Yeah. Uh, if you're rich, buy it on vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I hear it sounds pretty good on CD too. Um, All right. So uh, just again, no particular order. Skyfall, 
Uh, we did a whole episode on Skyfall. Love, love Skyfall. Um, best Bond movie since Goldfinger. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's it's that fucking good. It's my one of my. Fa- it's in my top five. Um, the Avengers. Um, amazing superhero comic book candy movie. Nerds rule. Yeah, it's uh, it was a great movie. You know, I I, I still pop it in because it's just fucking so entertaining. Yeah, I don't have any problems with it. I have no problems with it. I love it just because it's fucking popcorn. Yeah, geek awesome. Yeah, it and is. it looks great. Uh huh. It's just act. It's got some of the most charming fucking actors ever. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is that they're all fucking really good actors too. Everybody that they got in there. Nothing it's crazy. It's like just enough camp to make it funny. Mm-hmm. And like in the hands of a master like Josh, a master nerd, you know, guy like Joss Whedon. I mean, yeah. he, it's fucking really well done. I mean, it just, it's, it's really fun. Uh, Looper. Gooper. Looper. Pooper. Um, Looper. I've Looper, got this one at home. I haven't watched it yet, though. Looper, may, may, it, Looper is in my top five movies of 2012. Right on. Really? It's fucking badass. I don't know. I mean, you know, the director, the guy who did uh, Brick. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And speaking of Brick, it's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. in it, who is like in everything now, but he's been awesome. And he's great. And Bruce Willis is actually really good in this movie. You know, like not like Bruce Willis sucks, but like, you know, the last few he's done haven't been all that great. But this one has been really, was really good for him. Um, the Dark Knight Returns, part one. Ah, uh, uh, psyched you out, didn't I? Because did. Dark Knight Rises sucked. So we're going to talk about the good Batman movie this year, which was the... Uh, the Have uh, yet to see this. The DC uh, Animated Studios Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns Part 2 uh, comes out in a week or two. Uh, it's great, man. It's very true to the uh, to the book, to the comic series. Uh, it's, it's what I've always wanted in a Batman movie. It's just fucking great. They're doing a really good job at the DC animated shit. The uh, bat, um, not Batman Begins, but you know, uh, Batman Year One. Yeah, that one was really good last year or in 2011 or whatever. No, it's on um, Netflix Instant Q, I think. Yeah, uh, uh, Under the Red Hood. That one was really good. So yeah, uh, they they just keep churning out great shit. I, I recommend it. Uh, the Hobbit. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Even though got a little uh, Looney Tunes in there a bit. Yeah, Fun I never one. did see that yet. Shouldn't give it a shot. I'm uh, going to, yeah. I just want to find... I, it's been hard to find a time that isn't IMAX 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to find uh, the regular 2D version. They have, like, they have like one showing. Right on. Uh, this one took me by surprise by how funny it was. 21 Jump Street. That was really good. It was fucking funny, I really, man. It was really a good the movie. I wasn't expecting it. It looked like it was going to be awesome. Yeah. It was, it was very was funny. funny. And I love how they made a blatant reference to them just taking shit from the 80s and just recycling it oh and, and the uh, ending and they, and they made a joke about oh yes the, and the ending the i mean ending, the ending. which was fucking <laughs> that was awesome uh, <laughs> that, was, that was great uh, my mind was fucking blown <laughs> <laughs> it was so good i was like if you gotta homage it uh, do it like that, that just another example of fucking coolest on the planet Yes. Uh, Ted, uh, not as funny as I thought it was going to be. Like, I, everybody I was just, seen it. everybody was making it out to be, like, the funniest fucking movie in 20 years. Still a good movie, though. Uh, the best part about it is I was like, so how are they going to handle this? He's a fucking teddy bear and he's alive. Is yeah, he gonna, right. He's going to have to keep it hidden from everybody. Is it like a right. secret kind of thing? No, no, no. Everybody knows about Ted. Ted's, yeah, Ted's washed up. Nobody gives a fuck about Ted anymore. Yeah. And uh, as a result, it's fucking funny. Um, making a sequel do you hear that yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I think it's worthwhile too. I think it'll be good uh, it was a fun movie it's I hard for I Seth MacFarlane to go wrong Hot Tub Time Machine's getting a sequel it too is, oh yes. that's so awesome I love that movie <laughs> although John Cusack may not participate <laughs> okay. well, alright then uh, Mila Kunis is hot I'm just gonna throw yeah, that there out there uh, Moonrise Kingdom awesome my movie of the year right there fucking great movie that's it movie of the year um, the guy's always so visually stylistic. Oh, like, and and this one is just another level above his composition. If you want a lesson in film composition mm-hmm. and how to move a camera in a compositional way, fucking watch this movie, man. It yeah. is just a, it's a study, yeah. and in color too. Like his, I mean, he's always been a very color coordinated sort of director. Yeah, and it's over the top in this one. Like it just, and then you have these two kids who. 
Nobody knows them, yet they're so fucking endearing. Yeah. Like that ending scene of that movie, like almost brings me to tears every time. Like when they pan down to that final shot of the painting, and then you get to see what the name of the movie's all about, and you're like, right. "Oh man, it was just, <laughs> it was lovely. It was just fun." And then, and then there's enough like the troop, like the 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 Boy Scout troop, the, yeah, the khaki yeah. scouts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those kids were great too. And then uh, um, Ed Norton. As the, as the scout master, Ed Norton was fucking great. Fucking good, right. and 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 and, that and, would be and uh, Bruce Willis playing against playing type against type. Yeah. Like I mean, just well done across the board. Again, this is this is definitely my movie of the year. Uh, I am a slasher junkie. I fucking love slasher movies. The Cabin in the Woods. Didn't the de- see this one. deconstruction of the slasher flick. Oh, you gotta fucking watch it. Really? Yeah. Okay. So good. It, it, this is Joss Whedon again, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? I think it might be. It's uh it's uh hold on, let me look. Um, but man, it it takes the fucking uh the uh the 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 slasher movie, the the typical fucking slasher movie, and it just destroys it. Uh but at this it's written by Joss Whedon and okay. uh, directed by Drew Goddard. Um but fuck man, it's it's where where you think it's going, it's not going. And even when it gets to a certain spot, you think you've arrived. It hasn't arrived yeah. yet. It's so fucking good. Uh, and and it stars uh, it stars fucking Thor. Oh really? <laughs> so this movie was I think I think the story was it was made like a few years ago before Thor happened and everything, uh. and and they just sat on it. And then and as soon as he became yeah, hot, Chris Helmsworth they, or whatever his name. Yeah, was. and then they just fucking put it out. Chris Hemsworth, yeah. Uh, it, it's fucking really good. It's really good. Um, Frank and the Robot. Oh, good movie, man. Did you uh, see this one? Uh, it's in my queue. I haven't gotten to it yet. Really good. Surprisingly good movie. So it's this premise that this old man gets a robot to help take care of you know, in the future. Of course, you know, the robot helps yeah. to take care of him. He doesn't want it, but he like ends up, uh, this guy is a thief, a former thief. Yeah. And, uh, the robot helps him rejuvenize, rejuvenate his sort of life, and then there's a twist at the end, which you, you kind of see coming if you pay. I, I got caught off guard by it. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Um, but um, but it's really endearing and good, and a nice indie film. It's like kind of what you want an indie film to to be. Right on. Uh, fuck you guys. This was a good movie. The Three Stooges. I never saw it. Okay, it's fucking good, man. Like they, the 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 brothers. What the fuck, you know? Uh, Everly. Fairly <laughs> close, yeah, Fairly Brothers. They did a great fucking job, man. They cast it perfectly. Yeah, the the guys who played Mary or Mary Larry Moe and uh, Curly were fucking awesome. The movie was funny. Larry David was in it as a yeah. as a nun. <laughs> it, I'd see it for that. Uh, Sophia Vargas is that her oh, name from Modern yeah, Family? She plays the uh, femme shit. fatale in there. Oh, you know, yeah. It's a fucking funny movie. Uh, there, there was one fatal flaw. They, they stuck the cast of Jersey Shore in there for about five seconds. Nevertheless, I'm even willing to overlook that. It was a fucking funny movie. So if you're a Stooges fan, don't be afraid, man. Check it out. It, it's definitely worth watching. Um, I went. I took my dad and my son to it um, because my dad got me into the Stooges. My son loves the Stooges, and fucking a, we had a great time. It was a really surprisingly funny movie. Uh, Lincoln. Loved Lincoln. Did you see Lincoln yet? I haven't seen it yet, no. Oh, man. You know, for a movie that's about a lot of Senate procedure. Yeah. About getting a bill passed. <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, it's really well done. And it's and it's well done because of the actors involved. And Daniel Day-Lewis, he, if he doesn't win Best Actor this year, I'm going to fucking punch somebody. Because he is amazing in this movie. Right on. He's kind of the, one of the main reasons. The, the cinematography, I think, is fucking brilliant. Yeah. And I think his acting is just second to none. Raises the bar for a lot of people. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph, I thought was great. I thought it was wonderful. Um, I'm glad. I, I, at first, I was afraid. I mean, it got, I guess it would have been okay, too, if it was. But I was afraid it was just going to be, ha-ha, video game reference. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But it wasn't. It didn't. No. It didn't uh, rely on that too much at all. You know, no, it used it when it needed to. Mm-hmm. But it kind of did its own thing, and the characters were really well done. I thought Sarah Silverman was great, and oh, she was awesome. Um, and her character I was really, her. really cool. Yeah, yeah I love I, her too. I, 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 I'd, I'd love to wreck it, Sarah Silverman. She's very <laughs> naughty, but yeah, that's I okay. Love her. That's what I love about her. Uh, but yeah, it was super funny, and uh, it, it felt like a Pixar movie to me. I didn't even, I mean, yeah. if you wouldn't have told me it wasn't Pixar, I would have just assumed it was yeah. Pixar, you know. Man, 
Uh, and finally, in movies, Django Unchained, which oh. just came out. See it yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you like it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking good. Holy shit. <laughs> I came out of there wanting to wield six guns in the worst fucking way. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I was back to being like, you know, six years old, wanting to be a cow fucking boy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good, man. I, you I, can I, still be a cow fucking boy in Missouri. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I can take it to Merrill right now. Uh, you can fuck all the cows you It's not want. legal there. Don't in Missouri, they, but like, they just oh, line them I, up and hand you a, some, a pipe you, to smoke. There you go. You know, I loved how over the top the violence was. Like all the shotguns made a fucking bull, you know, like a oh, geyser yeah. of blood, which <laughs> yeah. I just made me laugh. And that last scene when the from the when the sister gets shot, and she just gets whipped back by <laughs> yeah. obviously a wire on her back. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. I thought he's Leonardo, just not afraid. I thought Leonardo it. DiCaprio was incredible. Oh, he was incredible. His, his fucking big scene. Was, was scary. Yeah, it was fucking huge. It was fucking scary. But like, and but leading up to that, mm-hmm. like the just the the most proper southern gentleman yeah. who's a piece of shit. Yeah, but like, you love shit. him because he's yeah. like this suave, and you like he captivates you. Yeah. Like he he like he like entices you like he does everyone around him and then suddenly just beats the shit out of you when you get to that last scene my favorite part is he's a francophile who doesn't speak french yeah (laughs) so you know he's just a fucking poser douchebag oh my god (laughs) it was so Uh, good and then uh fucking sam jackson's oh Oh, motherfucker you just wanted to beat the fuck out of him oh you hate him but then when he goes down boy Uh does he make that a satisfying ending (laughs) you motherfucker like (laughs) the thing goes oh it's just great oh and no but i was gonna say i was gonna mention this the fucking uh, Christopher, what's his name? Fucking Walt, Christoph Waltz. Holy shit, he yeah. was the movie for me. Yeah, yeah, he was. He amazing. was the movie for uh-huh. me. Holy shit, he was so good. Mm-hmm. So I was not. I mean, I heard he was really good in the movie. I wasn't yeah. expecting just how much he kind of is the centerpiece of this movie. Yeah, like. Oh, he! I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, he was amazing. He was and he brilliant. got all the best dialogue yeah, too. Yeah, like yeah. just the great, yeah. or you just that that you want to just dig into those that those those lines that he had, yeah. and he fucking just did it right. Oh, so good. All right, so I'm guessing uh, that's it for movies. I'm guessing we're gonna bust through these next categories pretty quickly: uh, video games and comics. All right. Uh, I didn't play a lot of video games this year. Uh, Mainly because of uh, like like my kid and stuff. Most of what I played was on like a Nintendo console because that's what Ethan plays the most. Um, kid Icarus Uprising, I, I thought I would mention because it it's fucking insane. This is the yeah. craziest goddamn sequel to a classic Nintendo game I have ever experienced. In a good or a bad way? In a great way. Oh, cool! It's fucking madness. Yeah. You know the dude who does uh, who does Smash Brothers uh, did this. And so it's just full of crazy unlockables, different modes, like the way you have to your fingers and your body turns into a pretzel because you have to hold the fucking DS in such a fucked up way to play it. But it works, but it's fucking nuts at the same time. You're like everything about this game, even the way I play it is madness, but it's fantastic. Cool. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, a game that I just wish I could play through, but it's like 104,000 hours. Uh, so I'll never, you know, I'll yeah. never, it's it, fucking great though. I, it's strange that the Wii has like some of the best RPGs on it. Uh, the first game I bought, uh, with my new Mac was Diablo three. Oh, uh, had a great time with it. I am not a PC gaming nerd, so I don't understand what all the bitching about Diablo three is, but I'm sure there's something terribly wrong with it that I'm just not seeing. People are bitching about it? Oh, uh, yeah. It's like they hate the ending or they hate some shit. I don't Fuck know. Fuck that. Uh, it's, it's a fucking point and click, you know, what have you for me. Uh, I dig it, man. I like it. Uh, we've been talking for 16 minutes because Ramada Inn is finally I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say, lasted. We've got 30 minutes of this, though. Or 30 seconds of this. Just feedback. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, while they <laughs> feedback, I'm going to talk about new Super Mario Brothers 2 for 3DS. Uh, I thought the coin gimmick would be simply a gimmick and whatever, but it turned out it's a pretty fucking fun Mario game. Uh, Skylanders Giants, because I've got a kid. Yeah, uh, I played that. That's, that's the, the, the only game I played this year was Skylanders Giants. Uh, the first Skylanders I beat with Ethan. Uh, the other day, Ethan came upstairs and said, Dad, I just finished Skylanders Giants. And I'm like, no, you didn't. And he's like, yeah, I did. Come look. 
And I went downstairs. Sure enough, fucking credits are rolling. What the hell? My son Boy, finished a fucking video a game. game. Oh, it was know. an accident, I'm sure, but still. Yeah. Uh, Paper Mario Sticker Star. I'm playing this right now. I'm uh, three-fifths of the way through it. Uh, it is super fun. Today, uh, I fell down a hole, and all of a sudden, I was in a game show. Yeah! <laughs> uh, it was It was pretty fucked up. It was called Sniff It or Whiff It. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the the Christmas show, and it was uh, it was with host- me to me <laughs> exactly. It was hosted by one of those shy guys, you know. Yeah, and he'd be and he was like, "Now say it with me," and the audience would go, "Sniff it or <laughs> whiff it." <laughs> <laughs> fucking See? hilarious. That's uh, <laughs> fucking genius. I would make games like that. Uh, new Super Mario Brothers U. Let's talk about the Nintendo or Wii U a little bit. Fucking cool console. It's not lighting the world on fire, but it's fun. Uh, uh, it's, the game reminds me a lot of Super Mario World. It's got that. It's got like a Which vibe that I, I haven't felt since then. Nothing wrong with that. Nintendo Land, a good time. Play it with the kids. Uh, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed. Haven't had this much fun with a kart racing game since Diddy Kong. It was pretty badass. Yeah, I gotta man. agree. That, that that game is fucking amazing. I think you're right. It's been that long yeah and uh and zombie U, which uh makes survival horror survivally and horror-y again it's it's fucking cool man i it's it brings the demon souls factor into there you know the permanent because i thought hmm, i thought i heard bitching about this initially yeah there's bitching about it because it's hard as fuck okay but but what it does is it brings in the people like singing its praises oh it's great it brings in like the fucking permanent death thing. So you're yes. in a zombie game, you fucking die, you're dead, you, you're uh, and then you start over as a new survivor. If right. you want all your shit, you got to go out and find the fucking backpack that you dropped oh, man. and pick it up, you know, um, which means generally you have to dive into a nest of zombies. So right. how important is that shit to you? Yeah. You know? yeah. Not really, usually. So that's all I got for video games. Huh. Anything? Anything? I don't think I <laughs> anybody a single new game. Yeah. Except for... Uh, that uh, Sonic Racing game. Was oh, I guess uh, for iOS, Letterpress, um, that's one that's been yeah. sort of hitting the rounds. Um, it's just another word game, but it's done in such a interesting way in its multiplayer. Right. And then Lost Cities, the card game on iOS, very fun. So oh. those are the two. That, uh, I'm that I'm that gamer guy. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great guys. playing fucking yeah. farm animals and shit. Whatever. That's your wife, man. <laughs> yeah, your wife's uh, a farm animal. Comics for the first time uh, since I've been like an active comic reader. I feel like I'm reading a what could be like a, one of those Batman stories that people still talk about, you know, years from now, really? uh, which is a uh, Batman death of the family, not death in the family. Right. Um, it's uh, the Joker's back and he's he uh, says he knows everybody's identity. And as such, he's rounding up the whole Bat family and uh, going to kill them all because he feels Batman. Uh they make Batman weak because he cares about them and he's too busy caring about them to fucking be the best Batman he can be. It's a crazy fucking Joker story. Wow. <laughs> and Joker, by the way, in case you haven't been following, he's cut off his entire face and then just sewn it back on all oh, fucked shit. up looking. <laughs> well, that, yeah, it's kind of awesome. And he's walking around in a mechanics outfit that says Joe on it. <laughs> and, uh, Looking all fucked up and nice. crazier than I've ever seen the Joker uh, in. Who's any, writing it? Uh, Scott Snyder. Oh man, um, I, I I don't think uh, uh, his last his last arc was uh, the the Court of the Owls. Everybody raves about it. I just thought it was okay. Yeah, but this one, I mean, like I said, for the first time, I feel like finally I'm 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 present for one of these stories that's probably going to be Iconic. probably going to go down as one of the you know great batman stories nice you know because everybody always talks about you know we talked about uh return dark knight returns and yeah and uh and uh killing uh, joke killing joke and all that stuff but that was kind of before my time you know um so to be in the thick of it as it happens is kind of cool uh hawkeye i just started reading uh matt fractions hawkeye. yeah i caught a issue uh, the first issue of this i love the i style can't hear the word hawkeye without thinking about alan alda <laughs> there you go. It's, it's a story about Hawkeye and, and the Korean War. Uh, no, uh, Hawkeye is another character. What was her name? Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye is another character I just don't give a fuck about. I, I kind of liken this to uh, Captain America, where I, I don't give a fuck about Captain America, but Brubaker wrote him Makes so well that I, that I was like, I had to read it. You know, after you introduced me to uh, uh, the first few issues, uh, I was hooked on it. Um, 
Matt Fraction's such a great writer. He does the that Casanova book that I I'm, oh, I'm in yeah. love with. Um, uh, and this is he he's definitely got a kind of a singular voice, you know, like mm-hmm. a or a signature uh, voice. And uh, this, I mean, this isn't as crazy or fucked up as uh, Casanova, uh, but it's definitely got the Matt Fraction voice to it, and I love it. Um, he was writing Iron Man for a little while for like that's a year, right, yeah. And it sucks now that he's gone. Yeah, like it's he had a fucking really cool terrible. Mandarin arc going there. Yeah, and he had uh, he had uh, Tony Stark on the on the booze again. He was yeah. on the sauce again because Matt Fraction himself is a recovering alcoholic, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and it was a great fucking storyline. And now Iron Man sucks, but the good news is that <laughs> Hawkeye is better. Um, Saga, uh, Brian K. Vaughn, yeah, who did Why the Last Man and all that stuff. Um, Saga is fucking great. It's a science fiction story. Um, it kind of has like racial overtones. It's about you know this this couple that gets together, even though they're from warring factions. Um, and they have a baby and the baby kind of narrates the story. Like she's telling the story years later of her parents and all the shit they had to go through for her, you know? Um, and it's, it's completely fucked up. You know, there's like a race of, you know, aliens out there with televisions for heads. Uh, there was a giant troll monster with a massive nutsack in la- in the last <laughs> issue. Uh, but, but, but at the same time, a troll this, monster, not just a troll, yeah. a troll monster. Exactly. Uh, but aside from all that, it winds up being really touching and kind of, you know, just like a really good story. Uh, scalped ended this year, uh, which was my favorite book out there. Um, scalped is that story about the FBI agent who Mm -hmm. is on the, uh, Indian reservation. Uh, How many years did that run total? Fuck. Had to been like five, six years. Um, but, uh, it's over now. Uh, great ending to the story. Fucking just like a great noir story that just happens to take place on an Indian reservation. Um, and it's all in trades and, and I can't recommend it enough. It's, it's, uh, one of the best books I've ever read. And speaking of Brubaker, Fatal. Yeah. Fatal's good. Uh, kind of fucked a, up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's another, good. it's another noir story, but with like a supernatural twist, like a cult kind of crazy twist, um, about this chick who is, uh, basically, uh, I mean, she's eternally youthful, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. And, uh, and she, she's a fatale because she, uh, basically can bend men's will to do basically whatever the fuck she wants. Um, and then so there's she's this, a woman. Exactly. <laughs> it's called vagina. Yeah. <laughs> that's her power. It's called the vag. Um, but, uh, and then there's this crazy cult that's trying to chase her down and you know, whatever. Uh, but it's, it's really good. Really interesting. Um, and it's on like it's third arc now or something. Uh, television. We're done with comics. Should we play a little music in the background still? You want to keep Let's that going? We'll just uh, start at the top of the top of the key here. Uh, Treme HBO. I uh, I try to spread the word about this as much as possible because it doesn't seem like anybody talks about it. It's a great show. Um, it, it's uh, it's about uh, New Orleans uh, in the aftermath of Katrina. Um, and I guess I, I would say it doesn't dwell on that a lot, but I mean it is a big part of the show. Yeah, yeah. But it's not all like oh Katrina, you know. A lot of it. It's the is, backdrop, though. Yeah, that's that's the backdrop for it. And if and, you go to New Orleans, it's still the backdrop. Yeah, you know, it just kind of is. And it, and it it centers around mainly like a you know a bunch of musicians and people who are involved in the like cultural scene of New Orleans um, as they get their lives back together and get their shit back together, dealing with like the politics of you know the fucked up corrupted yeah. politics of new orleans you see ray nagin has just been indicted yes yeah Speaking i did a witch chocolate city baby yeah uh but uh you know it's it's brilliantly acted and it's also it's also uh like the, the musicians in there are the actual musicians playing this yeah. fucking music yeah. too and they're god damn amazing like yeah. every one of them is fucking incredible and we talked about uh dr john being in it but uh you know in season one or two but there are tons of cameos from like legendary new orleans mm-hmm. musicians fucking fats domino is just in the last episode i watched um you ever so, been to bourbon street i have not it i was there right before Mart, like two weeks before mardi gras yeah. maybe and it was it was amazing yeah just Amazing. Impromptu yeah. parades um, with that's just it with just these the whole second line band. thing. Yeah. 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 And uh I mean that that New Orleans 
you know, Minneapolis has a funk sound, the Prince thing. Yeah. But it's it's a different kind of funk. Mm-hmm. It's like a blues funk. Um, and then just the New Orleans, you know, that early New Orleans, people call it Dixieland, but it's not. Yes. Yeah. That was a 50s white revival thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, that's uh what, what just, strikes me about so good. what strikes me about this show, and and this is I've never been to New Orleans, um, but so this is just me assuming the that the food's is, fucking sick. Too. Well, yeah, holy Christ! But this is just me assuming that this is accurate. But what strikes me about it is that it's like, like the music is part of everything. Yes. there, like like everywhere you go, the music is has something to do with right. what's going on, you yeah. know, and, and everybody's all about it. And, and it seems to me, ba- I mean, based solely upon Treme, upon watching it is that I can walk down the street anywhere and see a great musician or a great band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's not, that's not so much a, an inflated, you know, stereotype. I think that's yeah. more or less pretty accurate for new Orleans yeah. and for, based on the time I spent there, it, it was it was phenomenal, and yeah. those people just live differently. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, I think they live better. Yeah. I realize they live in a giant pile of shit, but <laughs> I still think they live better. Yeah, uh, to me, the one of the best shows on television in the last fucking ten years is Louis. God, I love that show. Just he does things with television that I, nobody's doing. You know, like he, he just. He just does things with the half-hour comedy format that I've never seen anybody do. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I thought season two might have been one of the best seasons of television ever. Mm-hmm. And season three was just, it was different, but I kind of, the more I think about it, the more I've watched it again, I love it for yeah. what it is, because it's, especially how it ended. Uh-huh. Like, I thought that was just a heartfelt, meaningful, brilliant use of the, com- the medium of comedy and, yeah. like, what Louis does so well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that episode, the, that season was great. Um, I'm going to talk about two shows combined here because one shows how to adapt a book to television well. The other one shows how to not do it so well. First one is Game of Thrones, which I think does it brilliantly. It takes it takes those books and fucking throws it on television in an like you read the book and bam, this is how you see it. It's amazing yeah. how well it is. Uh, well, it's done. Uh, the other one is Walking Dead, which now I understand they're not following the books directly and they're kind of taking their own path. But man, this show can can either hit or miss, and it yeah. usually misses. It, it well, I'd, I'd say fucking seventy five percent of the time. Is it, it misses. fair to say it misses when it strays too far from the book? In their case, uh, or is it just no, not always just shitty planning? Shitty planning, and yeah. I mean. Granted, I gave up halfway through the where's the girl in the woods uh-huh. here. Yeah, I haven't that, seen an episode since the, the little kid got shot through the deer. Yeah. That was the last episode I yeah. saw. Season two was dog shit. Yeah. Season two, I almost didn't come back for season three. I'm kind of glad I did because they're handling the whole governor well, story fairly well. Yeah. I heard season two ended phenomenally. That it was uh, Well, a, it had a big ending. fucking, it had a big ending, but. At that point, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. It was too little, too late. Right. Because I had to sit through fucking eight hours of bullshit yep. of searching for Sophia. Yes. Who, Sophia. by the way, is still alive that in the books. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Game of Thrones, however, fucking phenomenally acted, just like, uh, just brilliantly adapted. Uh, what's his nuts? Fucking Tyrion. Uh, the, the guy who plays uh, Ty- yeah, Tyrion. Yeah. Um, uh, Tyrion fucking, Lannister. Uh, God damn it. Um. Uh, Peter Peter Dinklage. yes Peter Gabriel. Dinklage he is fucking amazing uh, he is yeah. perfect oh he's so great he's so just, fucking good. yeah he's he's now taken over the in when I'm reading the books yeah yeah, he's yeah. Just, his characterization has taken over yeah he's he's fucking incredible in in the show uh everybody's pretty goddamn great in the show I don't think there's anybody in the show who doesn't play it well um Mad Men this last season, season five, was amazing. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, full-on living in a penthouse in New York with his trophy wife. Yep. And uh, and yet, is Don Draper a new Don Draper? Or is it the old Don Draper? <laughs> and that last scene in the yeah. fucking season five, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking, yeah. we're, I'm thinking it's going to be a good season six. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's fucked up, man. Uh, I love this show. Uh, 
I think I think Mad Men's probably my favorite show. I think Mad Men is single handedly responsible for women in four inch heels today. I'm, <laughs> yeah. dead, I'm dead serious. I'm down with it. There I'm are down. fucking heels everywhere. Yeah. And that was something that you just didn't see anymore up until I think a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. I'm down with it. Everywhere I look, fucking three and four inch heels. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, cool. knock yourself out, but I thought you were liberated from that. That was the whole point. <laughs> Well, now they just want to show it off, bitch. It's yeah. their right. I, I, I find it strange. Uh, American Horror Story Asylum, uh, the most fucked up show on television, uh, without question. You will see more weird, like, fucking, like, psycho killer raping uh, an author locked up in his basement, fucking wearing flesh on his face, and this fucking show is fucked up and what's even more fucked up about it gave the whole thing away there didn't you no it's it's every episode (laughs) i'm not giving anything away uh but what's even more fucked up about it is it's written and created by the uh guy who does glee oh really i didn't know that yeah well clearly Uh, he's paying his penance uh this show what i love about it is uh so american horror story the first season uh is a completely different story second season Completely different story. They use a lot of the same actors, but they're playing different roles. So it's it's right. kind of like an ensemble thing, but they come back. You know, it's like a play. They're okay, here's our next production, you know. Uh, it's a fucked up show, man. It's way fucked up. There's crazy Nazi doctors, a possessed nun. Well, all, these are all real things. All sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Archer. Fuck. One of the funniest shows on television. Season three just started. I, I get that it's 2013, but season... I don't- yeah, that's not okay. It needs it to get its ass to freaking Netflix ASAP. Uh, it, it's fucking incredible. Because I don't have that on cable, and I've watched seasons one and two enough that I can probably recite most of the lines. <laughs> <laughs> that show, like the first episode that I watched, yeah, was kind of one of I had one of these like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Like I'm not, I don't think I want to continue. I think this might suck. And by the third episode, yeah. I could like I was done sleeping at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right, how many more do we got here? Yeah. When do I have to be back at work? Um, H. John Benjamin is the voice of Archer. <laughs> that is good. That guy and the voice of Bob from Bob's Burgers. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure he did a voice on C Lab 2021. Uh, I will listen to this fucking guy do anything. <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, he was in uh, Suburgatory. Uh, he's been in a few episodes of. I mean, uh, he's kind of become the putty. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. animated voices. You know, uh, like he, putty can't get cast any other way other than as putty. You, you guys know Carl on Family Guy, right? He's the fat guy who works at yeah, the convenience yeah. store. Plays Carl. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, he's he's been in uh, he's been in like animated like cool like edgy animated shows. He's generally like your go to guy. What a fucking funny dude. He's just got a great deadpan Ar- delivery Archer's voice. So good. Uh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Justified, starring Timothy Oliphant, playing... Uh, oh, this is not the JT album, then. No, playing uh, the same character he played in Ju- in uh, Deadwood, but, you know, in modern-day Kentucky. Fucking great cop show. It's just a great fucking hillbilly cop show. That's cool. It's amazing. It's it's uh I think JT digs some hillbilly cops. <laughs> it's one of my top five shows on TV. Uh the next season just started a little bit ago, but season uh three, I think, was last year. Uh Sons of Anarchy. Love this show. <laughs> Are you guys watching this show at all? This no. is another one of those shows where I'm like, I know I need to watch it, yeah. but I've got so much shit yep. that I have to watch. Yeah, I, d- I dove in because I was looking for something that was like Sopranos, but not, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, this whole biker gang thing makes a great backdrop for some great stories, and it's intense, man. Yeah. It's some fucking shit that's hard to watch yeah. in here, but but really good characters, really good stories, What I hate great actors. Gonna, you're going to hate this, but it's just how it is. I'm so tired of, of seeing all sorts of intense shit in real life. Yeah, I can't watch it on TV. Yeah, like yeah, it can real. get tough. I know I'm with you. I'm like with you. all, all I want to watch are things that make me laugh. Yeah, no, I'm that with is you. the only I thing I'm interested on on TV or something that's interesting like Nova. Yeah, you know, <laughs> on PBS. Yeah, right. No, I'm with you. Like, I, I hear you. Fuck, man. But uh, I like the characters a lot, and I sort of watched the first few episodes because uh, NPR had a story about it. I think the new season's coming out, and uh, it's uh, 
Because, you know, Peg Bundy, what's her name? Yeah. Uh, she, her husband yeah. is the one that writes it. Right. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And she's in, she's brilliant in it. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. Right on. Uh, and, and, you know, just to throw that out there, um, speaking of shows that, you know, I know that I need to watch, but I just haven't had fucking time. Uh, uh, the I, League? I, I've, I've made it through that, um, and I've made it through season one so far of Breaking Bad. Um, but that's not on our list here. Hilden John's out of her um, band. <laughs> Breaking Bad is great. Even though the last it gets season. dark it's in our hurry, though, man. It yeah. is not a. It gets dark fast. Uh, Downton Abbey. Love Downton Abbey. Third season just started. I've watched first uh, three episodes. And uh, if you're into stuffy British shit uh, and you're an NPR guy, I love it. It's fantastic. One of my favorite shows. Um, it's not for everybody, but I, I really dig it. It has really a huge it. following. It's yeah. really kind of soap opery sometimes, but yeah. I just love the look of it. I love the time period, and I love the actors. Yeah. I think they're great. Right on. And then uh, the show that makes me happiest, whenever I need a laugh or whenever I have company over and I'm like, you know, let's just sit around and fucking yeah. laugh, Impractical Jokers. Yeah, that's a great show. Uh, starring uh, one of the You dudes. know what I really dig about that show? What's that? Is that it's like Jackass pissed me off. Yeah. Like just... Kind of like it insulted me, just like really. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about poop and fart jokes, but yeah. I'm even I'm not this dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, this one, what I really don't like is is taking people who are just innocent bystanders. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's a practical joke them. show, but it's the jokes but on it, themselves. Exactly, yeah. and the the bystanders are the ones who are kind of like what? Yeah, and they yeah. end up being the ones who essentially humiliate the guys who are participating. It's yeah. kind of a, a it's yeah. turned it on its head and. Yeah. Because of that, it really comes across as kind of almost adorable. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, they're four guys trying to embarrass each other and trying yeah. to fuck each other up, yeah. you know. Um, it's just always funny. Like, even when they do the same shit over and over again, it still yeah. manages to be funny, you know. Yeah. They still find ways to squeeze life out of it. Well, and, you know, the situation's never going to be the same. It may be yeah. the same assignment, but you got different people in a different place, and yeah. they're going to react differently. Yeah, so uh, it, uh, one of the stars is uh, a, a dude from my favorite podcast, Tell Him Steve, Dave, Brian Quinn. Um, and uh, and but, but all four of them are just fucking funny. Um, and they do a great job. It makes me laugh every week. And every time I've, like I said, it's, it's my go-to show. Yeah. Like if I need something to watch quick or if I've got company over and we're just sitting around, I go to on demand, fucking look it up and find an episode randomly and just watch it. And it always makes everybody that I've had watch it. It always makes them laugh. Yeah. You know, and they're always like, what the fuck is this show? Yeah. It's hilarious. It's you know? funny. Um, it's always good. So, uh, I think that's our best of, uh, our stuff of the year for 2012. All right. I well, think. uh, I'm sure all of you have some things to add to our list. If you'd like to do that, go ahead, uh, give us an email, mailbag at drunkengamersradio.com or give us a call 612-424-3835. Twitter.com slash DG radio, of course, is a place you can, uh, also get in touch with us and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, that's our show for this week. And as always, until next time, this has been DG Radio. Good night.